Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with me, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, Tom Walker. We've got another week of tips, insight and discussion on England's top four leagues to bring you with as we enter the business end of the season. And it's all to play for still. So lots of exciting fixtures to sink our teeth into. We're going to go through the Premier League in detail. Then we'll look at the Championship, League One and League Two, picking out our highlights. Uh, We are sponsored as ever by Matchbook. Please check out matchbook.com. They've also got a new area of the site, Matchbook Zero, which is 0% commission, 0% margin. Um, Stake limits do apply, but for the best odds in football on any sports books, any exchange, Matchbook Zero is a place to be. So do check that one out. Uh, But Tom, how are you on this fine Thursday evening? Yeah, happy to be back. Um, So obviously, we missed last week uh, just due to busy personal lives. Lots going on. We don't often miss a pod and it kills us when we do, but we had to do so. So, uh, yeah, I'm just happy that we're, we're back on air, to be honest with you, mate. Mm, yeah. And obviously, as I mentioned there, the little intro, we've got so much to look forward to this weekend. I love this stage of the season where every game for some teams, you know, at the top or the bottom really can count for something. Um and I would say, I think these kind of weekends are great for the in-play bets. You know, if you've got a team losing that maybe needs to win to to get in the playoffs or to boost their survival chances, yeah, I really like looking at the in-play markets on these kind of weekends just to back those teams in play that aren't winning, that need something. Mm, yeah, great point. Looking forward to, to dissecting. So why don't we get kicked off? Yeah, so we'll start the Premier League. All the odds we're going to read out are taken from Matchbook. Um, only three games to look through in the Prem on Saturday. We will do Sunday, of course. But Saturday's games start off at 12.30 with Crystal Palace against West Ham United. 2.82 for Palace, 3.25 for the draw and 2.98 for West Ham. Now, one thing and one thing only for me in this particular game and it's both teams to score. It's priced fantastically well. It's 1.99. 11 consecutive games between the two sides have been both teams to score. So, you know me. You know I love a historical stat head-to-head. I'm all over this. Palace haven't kept a clean sheet against West Ham for 17 consecutive games. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, in terms of a result, you know, you read out the odds. <laughs> Palace, the favourites at 2.82. I think that kind of tells mm. a story, doesn't it, as to how tight uh, everyone expects this game to be. No idea which way it's going to go. Both teams to score is where I landed. Uh, yeah, a, a good home side in Palace and a team who have avoided defeat on the road in the last four games in West Ham. So, yeah, uh, result aside, both teams to score. Cool. Um, big game up next for us. Brentford at home to Nottingham Forest, 1.72 for Brentford, 3.95 for the draw and 5.9 for the mighty Steve Cooper shagging Reds. Come on. Now, um, how much do you think that big win against Brighton for Forest in midweek is going to impact this game? This is a Brentford side who, they beat Chelsea in midweek, but you know everyone's beating Chelsea at the moment. They've got nothing to play for, really. Brentford. Um, can Forest capitalise on that potentially? Can we build on the momentum? I know our away record is terrible, but 
Could we belie the odds of 5.9? Um, I'm, I'm not willing to go for us on the nose. Um, and I, I will kind of uh, cast your mind back, Tom, actually the game before, the week bef- well, the weekend before, uh, where Forrest played against Liverpool. I fully expected it to be a cricket score. Uh, we went out there, lost 3-2, defended horribly, absolutely horribly, but we were a threat for the first time probably since the Southampton game away, which is our only away win of the season. So that leads me, that result, and of course, Brennan Johnson hitting the bar in the last couple of minutes. I mean, if, if we get a draw there, you know, people are talking about that performance a lot more. So you're basically saying <clears throat> people are talking about it or not because of an inch, you know? So mm. they played really well. The Brighton game was great. We did play Brighton at the right time, I think it's fair to say. I think it's disrespectful to Brentford to think that we're just going to roll up there with a worst away record in the 92 and go there and win. But I could see a a draw, 2.32. feels like Forest have turned somewhat of a corner. And as you said, Brentford uh, minus this Chelsea result seem to be regressing ever so slightly. So it might be a perfect storm and end up somewhere in the middle. Yep. Okay. Um, Brighton against Wolves then, the final Saturday game in the Premier League, another three o'clock, 1.54 for Brighton, 4.6 for the draw and 7.4 for Wolves. Uh, I like the double chance for Wolves here. Um, 2.76 is the price. I'm just thinking, you you touched on, you know, Forrest catching Brighton at the right time just then. This is Brighton's third game in six days. And we saw at the end of that Forest game, the second half, they were looking leggy and, and tired from that extra time and penalty shootout defeat uh, in the FA Cup to Man United. And, you know, with such a quick turnaround, considering they were tired against Forest, another game on Saturday, I, I think they, they might struggle here. I certainly wouldn't be back in Brighton at 1.54. And this is a Wolves side who have won three of the last four games. You know, they're going to come into this knowing that one more win probably does it for them uh, in terms of their survival hopes. So they've got every reason to go out and and get something from this game. And I think they can. Yeah, 2.76 for double chance Wolves is where I landed. Again, I don't want to be disrespectful to Brighton, but yes, you're right to point out the amount of games. Um, Yeah, Wolves traditionally, well, traditionally, I say this like it goes back to the 1800s. I was going to say traditionally under Lopetegui. He's only been there since January. <laughs> um, <laughs> under Lopetegui, they've definitely been better at home. Uh, but same as the Forest argument, really. Uh, you know, maybe uh, Brighton regressing and, and Wolves obviously have turned a corner weeks ago. Maybe it'll uh, end up somewhere in the middle and therefore double chance will cash in. But it's a big price for Wolves. Mm, it is massive. I, I know I'm going to come to Saturday. I'm going to have a little tickle on that Forest Wolves double. Oh, Five absolutely. 7.4. Yeah, oh, yeah, just a little one. Just a, nothing crazy. Give me a little tickle on that. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on to Sunday. Bournemouth against Leeds kicks us off. There's um, four two o'clocks. This is the first of them. 2.68 for Bournemouth, 3.6 for the draw and 2.8 for Leeds. Uh, any strong fancies in this one? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm kind of sucked in to the Bournemouth price, to be honest with you. Um, they've been really good. 
haven't they? Uh, credit to them. You know, they've won four of the last six games. And they've just come off a 1-0 win against their rivals away uh, at Southampton. Obviously, the weekend before, it was a bit of an alarming 4-0 loss to West Ham where you thought they might start regressing. Um, and they seem to be good at beating teams kind of um, that are kind of burning buildings or burning houses. So Leicester in an absolute state, beating 1-0. Tottenham, state. Beat them 3-2. West Ham beat them, that's fair enough. Southampton scrapping for their lives in a mess. Beat them 1-0. Le- uh, Leeds arrive very similarly. Uh, obviously, a lot was made of those 11 uh, goals conceded in uh, two games against uh, Palace and Liverpool, both at Ellen Road. They followed that up, shipping two against Fulham. And they followed that up, shipping one against Leicester. In terms of a clean sheet for Leeds... We are having to go back to when they, sorry, just I did have it, but I lost it. Here we go. The 22nd of January, they drew nil-nil against Brentford at home in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, I was looking along the line of both teams to score here at 1.72. If I had to pick a win, it would be Bournemouth as well. But eight consecutive Leeds games have been both teams to score. So, yeah, they've um, been pretty leaky, haven't they, As, as has been well documented. But... Um, yeah, for me, both teams to score, but could certainly you could maybe add that into a Bournemouth to win and both teams to score. Um, could see that one. Uh, Fulham against Man City then up next. Let's not spend too long on this one unless you've got an upset on your cards here. 1.28 is the price for Man City to win away from home at Craven Cottage. Uh, Fulham at the home side, 13.5. Surely Man City continue their march towards an, an inevitable title here. Yeah, no, nothing more to be discussed. Uh, okay, up next then, Manchester United against Aston Villa. Uh, 1.85 for Manu, 4.0 for the draw and 4.6 for Villa. It's crazy that if Villa win this game, they'll only be three points behind Man United. <laughs> you know, they're on a fantastic run. No, lo- no losses in their last 10. Um, six wins in seven. I don't know. Man, you've got such a strong home record. They've not lost at home this year. I'm really torn which way this one's going to go, personally. I like, I like both teams to score. I'm I'm sad that it's priced up at 1.69, but I do get it. Uh, United have had a habit this season uh, conceding at home, even in wins. Um, you know, let's have a look at, you know, the Sevilla game, for example. They concede two. Uh, they beat Fulham 3-1. They concede. They beat four. They beat Real Batiste. Um, <clears throat> they concede. They beat West Ham at home. They concede. Barcelona, they concede. They draw against Leeds. They concede two. Palace score. That's under Vieira. You know, they, they definitely can be got at. So, yeah, both teams to score is a smart money for me. But, my God, it, it is pretty short, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, on to another short one. Newcastle at home to Southampton. 1.36 for Newcastle, 5.8 for the draw and 10.5 for Southampton, who are really looking in trouble now. Um, they go to St. James's Park to face a Newcastle side who have won seven of their last eight games. Uh, Southampton win this in seven. 
I can't see anything other than a Newcastle win, can you? No. Uh, you know, we're going to give Newcastle the uh, the Man City treatment and say that they're so good and it's so obvious that they're going to win that we don't have anything else to say and we'd like to move on. And that's like the biggest add, compliment I, we can give them. I would like to add one more thing, actually. Oh, sorry. I, I, jumped, I jumped the gun. The, Newcastle are weird because they went through that spell where they kept clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet. And since that's ended, I feel like it's really gone under the radar that they now cannot keep a clean sheet. They've kept one in the last 13 games across all competitions. Um, so despite the fact, like I said, at the, at the top of this intro, of this section here, they've won seven of the last eight. Six of those seven have been wins and both teams to scores. Um, so I don't know, like, can Southampton score score a goal here? They, well, they scored three at the Emirates the other week. So, you know, and considering how leaky Newcastle can be at times, I wouldn't put it past them. I think we can get Newcastle to win and both teams to score here. That's what I'm getting at. It's 3.45. Um, it's happened a lot recently, and I could see it again. I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Um, up next then, Liverpool against Spurs. 1.59 for Liverpool, 4.9 for the draw, and 5.8 for Spurs. Um, I think, yeah, Liverpool to win here for me. Do you have anything different? We know they're strong at Anfield. They've not lost at Anfield. I'm looking at the results now. Uh, it's gone off my screen. They haven't lost since <laughs> November least <laughs> Anfield, uh, in the league um, scoring at least two goals on every occasion apart from one so uh, in the eight games I can see here on my screen at home in the Premier League they scored at least two goals every single time just one nil nil against Chelsea there um, six wins two draws and yeah I think they can get another one this weekend yeah Tottenham to get absolutely battered Liverpool um, okay, finally, Leicester against Everton. Is this the last one we're going to cover? No, no, we got Arsenal Chelsea on Tuesday. Crikey, we're going all the way to Tuesday this week. <laughs> yeah. Right, Monday night football, Leicester against Everton. Massive game in the relegation scrap 2.1 for Leicester, 3.55 for the draw, and 4.0 for Everton. Crikey, this is, I, I'm of no opinion here. I've, I've no <laughs> idea. Um, I think I'm ready to turn my back on Sean Dyche. I think um, I'm ba- basically there's not too much to go off here because obviously Dean Smith is pretty new, but I was really impressed with their last two performances and their last two results. You have to remember here that you know he comes in, they play Man City away, which is an absolute write off. They lose three one. Then they have a huge game. Like the amount of pressure that was on Leicester when they played Wolves at home was enormous. They got the job done. They won 2 1. And then they went away a few days later, three days later to Leeds. Another huge, huge game. They get a draw. Like I know it's not a lot to go off and it's pure narrative because the stats are not in favour. But I just see a Leicester team kind of up for the fight. You know, I see a Leicester team responding to pressure and I see an Everton team doing the complete opposite. 
at the moment. They've not won in six. You know, uh, they've won one game away from home all season. Now, caveat that they have drawn seven times this season on the road. So it's one, one drew seven, lost eight. So there's obviously a chance that they could get a draw here, which would suit them. I think just to kind of, you know, make sure a relegation rival doesn't go too, too far away from them. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to back Leicester, Tom, purely because I see them up for the fight. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I don't know who I'd rather win. Probably a draw from a Forest perspective. But, yeah, um, Leicester are probably the most likely to win there out of the two. We're finally, then, Tuesday night football. Arsenal against Chelsea. 1.72 for Arsenal. 4.3 for the draw. And 5.2 for Chelsea. Um, and despite Arsenal getting beat by City in midweek, dropping points in four consecutive league games, Chelsea are so bad. Surely, <laughs> surely Arsenal will get back to winning ways here, won't they? Chelsea have lost all their games under Frank Lampard. I think that's five consecutive games. Um, and Arsenal, at home, in the league, they scored at least three goals in the last five games in a row. So they scored 4-3, 4-4-3. So, you know, they have very strong, good form at the Emirates at the moment. And yeah, Chelsea are just in no sort of form whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Listen, Arsenal are going through a bad patch at the worst time of the season. Is it the pressure? Is it the young players? What is it when nobody really knows? But what I do know is it would be absolutely disrespectful, in my opinion, to think that they can't now be a Chelsea side that, you know, by the time, Tom, by the time that game kicks off, Chelsea could be 13th. Easily. Wow. Easily. Because they're two points clear of Palace and Wolves. If both of those won, they would drop down to 14th. Now, they would be level uh, on points with Bournemouth if they won, but Bournemouth's goal difference is minus 31 as opposed to Chelsea at minus five. So uh, yeah. they'll be yeah. safe there. But still, like we're, we're talking about Chelsea here being down in 13th, 14th. So, yeah, absolutely disrespectful if anybody thinks that Arsenal can't beat this joke of a, of a Chelsea setup at the moment. It's a brilliant price. When you think about it, it's, it's a really good price. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, that is the Premier League all done and dusted. Um, shall we dive into the championship? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get us kicked off, mate, with something you fancy. Um, obviously, for those fans of the Premier League and maybe not of the EFL, I think it's really important for everybody to understand that the EFL is way further along than the Premier League. So EFL sides have two, sometimes three, but mainly two regular season games left. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important for those who are Premier League fans to be aware that a hell of a lot more is on the line kind of yeah. in the immediate future. And this is what I'm saying about know what's on the line, keep an eye in play and hopefully profit accordingly. Um, if yep. if teams get what they need out of it at the end, um, so yeah, plenty to sink our teeth into in the championship regarding the playoff picture and the relegation battle. Um, I'll start with Swansea. Can they do it? Can they? 
they're, they're no. three points out. They're three points out, and they've they've got a, a raft of teams in between them and Sunderland in sixth place. But they're on a cracking run of form. Uh, four the, good that's wins. That's the issue, isn't it? That's the issue. It's yeah. not the points. It's the teams. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I might be wrong, but I'm sure they did exactly the same thing last year, didn't they? Like right towards the end of the season, they picked up yeah. and looked like, oh, could they do it? Could they do it? And then they didn't in the end, but they're Correct. doing it again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they've won six of the last seven games and they are beating teams or, or at least getting points off teams in that playoff chasing pack. So recently they beat Norwich 3-0 away, Preston at home 4-2, uh, Drew 0 with Coventry. So, you know, they get, they're getting good results against good teams. Um, they've got all the momentum here. And they're 2.02 to go away to Hull, who haven't really got anything to play for at all now. They're just they're the, the definition of a championship beach team, really, at Hull. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah, I think it's a good price for Swansea to continue their run. Yeah, I totally agree, mate. Um, yeah, Swansea did this last year and kind of uh, sucked me into having them finish in the playoff spot. So it'd be good for the uh, for the look back, Tom, that's coming in the next couple of weeks, uh, and you know what we all predicted. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Um, let's have a look at Coventry, uh, a team that um, are occupying the fifth position in the Championship, so they're a point clear of Millwall who are seventh, Millwall are in the final kind of outside looking in spot. Um, They've got a game against Birmingham City at home. I think if you are Coventry, you're looking to finish in the playoffs, this is pretty bread and butter. Uh, Birmingham have been decent recently. They've beaten Millwall recently. They've drawn against a decent Stoke team. Got a draw away at Reading, who have been decent at home. Um, Beat Blackburn. They are sticky. But I'm a, a big believer in this Coventry side and not to toot my own horn, but I have been even in pre-season. Um, I was really hot on Coventry and I, I remain so. Uh, Gustavo Harmer's really come into his own towards the tail end of the season. So I really expect Coventry to get it done and finish in the playoffs. Um, they are priced at 1.54, so pretty short. Mm. And just a completely off topic, but... I was looking at the league tables and just thinking, Sunderland, who I'm going to touch on in a minute, but they're in sixth place on 65 points, uh, Coventry in fifth on 66. It's quite a low total to get into the playoffs this year. I don't know whether that speaks for how good Burnley and Sheffield United have been or the rest of them taking all points off each other and it's competitive. But yeah, you could get into the playoffs with what less than 70 points potentially mm-hmm. this year which is so, so low, considering I think it's usually between like 74, 75, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, great opportunity for a bunch of these teams to get into the playoffs. Mm. Um, yeah, Sunderland, anyway. They're 1.87 to win this weekend at home to Watford. Um, I think everything seems to be all falling apart at Watford, doesn't it? Once again... Uh, they lost to Hull at the weekend, and then after the game, Chris Wilder came out and just absolutely slammed his players. He said they were they were all individuals, they weren't a team, they couldn't follow instructions, they keep scoring, then losing their heads, and then once they concede, it all falls falls apart. Um, 
yeah, it's, he, he really went in on the players. I recommend listening to his post-match interview if, you, if you've not already heard it. But yeah, um, it's not happy in the camp. They've pretty much got no chance of getting the playoffs, have Watford. So yeah, they're going away to a hungry Sunderland side who have got every opportunity here of, uh, of grabbing a playoff spot at their first attempt back into the championship. I'd be shocked if Sunderland don't win this. Agreed. Yeah, Watford. <clears throat> Watford have been embarrassing this season. They're, yeah. uh, as a recently relegated team to be below Coventry, Sunderland, Millwall, Preston, Swansea. It's beyond pathetic. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at Tom. This is strictly narrative. That's all it is. Sheffield United. They sealed automatic promotion last time out. Uh, so congratulations to them. Thoroughly deserved. By far and away the second best team in this league all season. A huge gap of seven points to Luton with a game in hand as it stands. They're playing at home against Preston. So Sheffield United cannot win the league. That's already been given to Burnley. They are going up to the Premier League. They cannot be caught. There is genuinely nothing left for them to do other than put on a show for their fans. However, they're playing against Preston, who are in 10th. They've never been in the Premier League. And it was such a sleepwalking kind of season for Preston. Up until, I honestly would say, about five weeks ago, when it started to look like they could mount a charge. And now they're two points off. So, who wins this if this game is played in February? Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United price at 1.89. But we're not interested in that. We're going to go slinging and we're going to go for the big guns at 4.2 for Preston to go there against an unmotivated team with everything to play for and get a win. So it's strictly for the vibes, this one. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You know, it's, I love this kind of bet because you think they'll have been on the piss. They've been out partying, they're celebrating, they don't care so much anymore. Job done. I like it. Preston at 4.2. Um a loose one to round myself off in the championship. QPR away at Stoke. And this is one of the games I, I talk about where they kind of need to win um, to really ease their relegation fears. They, well, if they, if they win, they will ease their relegation fears because they'll be at least four points clear with one game to go. So it could be job done for QPR this weekend. They're playing a Stoke side in, in poor form, no wins in five. Um, it, just one win in eight. So Stoke aren't playing very well at all. And QPR off the back of a, a decent win away at Burnley. Burnley, one of those sides we spoke about, already champions, job done. Maybe weren't quite at it, but uh, 2-1 win away at Turf Moor and a, a one-all draw at home to Norwich has seen, seen QPR kind of come back to life a little bit. And at 4.0, 3-1 away at Stokeside in, in terrible form, I think this could be a little good outsider. I'd, do you know, usually at this stage of the season, when a team has got something to play for against a team with nothing to play for, which is the case here, you often find the odds on the team with something to play for to be a lot shorter than you'd usually get them at for that very reason. But QPR, massive. Another uh, for the vibes tip, that one for mm. me. Uh, any more for you? 
No, no, happy to go to tier number three and League One. Okay, uh, well, we better touch on Ipswich first. You know, they're 1.22, I'm sure they'll win. They're at home to Exeter. If they win, then then they're up. Um, it's as simple as that. Uh, no losses in 15 consecutive games, four consecutive wins for Ipswich. Um, if you remove the one draw there that, that kind of blots that copybook, they've got one, two, three, four. They've got 12 wins in 13 games. So they've been like a steam train this second half of the season. Thoroughly deserved promotion, but 1.22, very, very short. I'm sure they'll win. Um, Plymouth, I'll touch on then. I'll hand over to you. They're 1.44, another one of the teams that uh, even for them, a point could do it. But if they win, guarantees them promotion. They're at home to Burton. They're 1.44 to do so. Burton, uh, job done for Burton. You know, they're safe, comfortably lower mid-table. Plymouth have got that fantastic home record we spoke about uh, for a lot of this season. Um, 19 games, won at home out of 22 games played. 43 goals scored, uh, just 16 conceded, which is the joint second lowest in the division. I think Plymouth will get a comfortable win against Burton here. Yeah, on board with both of those. Um, Gotta talk, I don't like to, but let's talk Derby County. Gearing up for a playoff um, campaign, looking like. Uh, They've got a little gap on Peterborough. They have solely relied on their home form this season. Uh, They've won 13 of 22, losing just four times. And they've won just eight on the road out of 22. Uh, that's a points difference of 13 points more yielded at home. Uh, Portsmouth arrive in sticky form. Um, very low margin stuff from Portsmouth in their last six. 1 0, 1 1, 1 1, 0 0, 1 1, 1 0. Those two 1 0s are wins. I will say they've played some of the worst teams in the league consecutively. Accrington, Oxford, Shrewsbury, no disrespect, Shrewsbury, you're a decent side. Morecambe, MK Dons, Forest Green. This is a completely different task for a Portsmouth team with basically no hope of promotion, I would say. Uh, Well, actually, mathematically, no hope. And uh, yeah, Derby to get the win. They are priced at 1.59, so it's a little tight. Yeah. Um, who else do we have here? Uh, oh, I don't like talking about them. They're on the dartboard. They're the bullseye. But I think Peterborough will win this weekend at home to Bristol Rovers. They're 1.47. Again, another team that needs something. They're short. Um, so, yeah, play Peterborough, especially with caution. But they need to get a win to have a chance of getting in the playoffs, really. They're in seventh. They're two points outside with two games to go. And considering we think Derby will probably beat Portsmouth this weekend, uh, Peterborough really need to get a victory. Uh, Bristol Rovers, nothing really to play for. Well, they don't have anything to play for. Um, and they've, yeah, they've, they're kind of in very much beach mode. Um, no wins in the last four, lost the last three. Uh, yeah, just, just all round struggling at Bristol Rovers and, and Peterborough need to win. I am. Um... Still a big believer in Barnsley. Uh, I know they lost 3-0 at home to end their, was it seven or something like that, home wins in a row? 
Uh, and it was ended by Ipswich emphatically. Uh, the, the Tractor Boys won 3 0. But if you're telling me that because of that result, they can't go away to 20th position, MK Dons, who haven't won in six games, losing their last two, and get a win, I think you uh, are pretty crazy. Barnsley priced brilliantly at 2.7. They are the favourites, uh, MK at 2.86. I think one of the questions here might be motivation. They're, they're on their own little island, uh, Barnsley. So third position is uh, Sheffield Wednesday. They're on 90. Ipswich are on 94. Plymouth, 95. So there's a, a big gap there. So obviously uh, automatic promotion is impossible. And then there is a 12-point gap for them falling out of the playoffs. So my only concern is is that their motivation is just fine-tuning, really, and uh, picking up some form ahead of the playoffs. So that is a little bit of a concern, but it's a really good price. Um, interesting you, you mentioned that, because I was actually going to flip the other way <laughs> and think Milton MK mm. Don's price to beat Barnsley. Kind of for that same line of wow. thinking. Just because MK Don's, like you say, they're hovering just above the relegation zone. Two points clear of it. Um, are Barnsley, what they, What are they going to do? They're in that odd position. Do you play a full strength 11 for the next two games? Try and build a bit of momentum for the playoffs. But, you know, there's a risk of injury or whatever, suspension. Um, or do you give some of your key players a rest for this week and make sure they're fresh and there for the playoffs? Because, I don't know, if you're a manager and one of your key men gets injured in this game, where it's a nothing game, you'd be hounded and hammered, wouldn't you? So it's a tricky one. Um, I think MK Dons, with everything to play for, their survival in the balance, I'd be inclined to go for them this weekend, personally. I just don't know what I'm going to get from them. Um, I just don't know if they've got the levels in them. Because they went and they got, what was it? five clean sheets in a row. Now they haven't kept one for six. I guess mm. I just yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to get for a moment. And I know what you're saying about team selection for Barnsley. But I think even if a, if a couple are rested, in my opinion, they'll have enough. Yep. Okay. Uh, any more? The, the profit chasers, the profit chasers always comment and they say that they like it when we disagree. So yeah. there you Gives go. Them- Something to think about from both sides of the coin. That's it. Uh, any more for you? No, and I don't mean to be rude to League One fans, but I can't wait for this league to end this season. <laughs> it has been horrible. I'm looking yeah. at the slate now. There's only two teams that are under evens. Everybody, mm. <laughs> I'm looking at like, you know, random game alert, Gillingham Newport, nothing riding on it. The favourites are 2.42. Or, you know, I'm looking at Doncaster Colchester. Again, not that much riding on it. 2.18 for Cole U. Like, it's just, you know, every, I think it all season it's been an issue. And the prices, again, reflect that nobody knows what's going on here. Yeah, so yeah, it's been a. To be fair, it's been a crap league. At first, I thought I thought you were talking about League One. I was thinking, oh, League One's not been that bad. But no, you are. No. When I realised you're talking about League Two, yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, this league's bloody crap. I hate it. 
yeah, it's rubbish. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to tip out? Maybe Stevenage. They're priced at 1.6. Obviously, we're looking for teams with narrative. Um, there's a scenario where they can clinch promotion this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're currently occupying the last automatic spot for those people not fans of League 2. The top three get promoted automatically. And then their fourth to seventh battle it out for playoffs. They're playing against Grimsby team who are just locked and in mid-table. But it's been a brilliant first season for Grimsby. Remember their FA Cup run and where they are in the league. It's the first level back, yeah, first season back at this level for a while. So respect to them. 1.6. I think Stevenage, although they look like they could have won the title and probably could have got promoted weeks ago, they look yeah. like they're, they finally got their act together and they're probably going to get it done. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, there's a big one for me that I really like the price of. It's the unstoppable juggernaut at home that is Gillingham. They're 2.42 to win at home to Newport County this weekend. Uh, they've won nine of the last 11 games at home. So since the turn of the year, nine of the last 11, it's been a massive turnaround in their fortunes. And one of those games, which they didn't win, they conceded a 90th minute equaliser as well. So it could easily have been 10 of the 11 that they've won at home. Um, yeah, 2.42 for a team with a home record that good. At Newport, I kind of win one, lose one, draw one, very kind of hit and miss here or there, mid-table-ish. But Gillingham, for me, we've mentioned it before, they're looking like one of the picks for next season, building up a lot of steam in the second half of this campaign uh, to take into the next one. And yeah, 2.42 for them to, to win again at home, I think is a big price. Uh, we are going against a dartboard team. So some people might be all for that and some people might think, well, they're on a dartboard because we can't trust them and what if they win? <laughs> and that's a very, very fair response because the dartboard team also have something to play for. So I'm going to stop being cryptic and let you know who we're talking about. We are talking about Northampton and we're talking about Bradford. So Northampton at home at six fields. They are in second place. Leighton Orient have won the league and gained automatic promotion. Northampton can secure promotion to League One this weekend. Bradford, seventh. Remember, that is the last spot in the playoffs. They've got a game in hand, crucially. They're on level on points with Mansfield, who are in eighth on 72. Salford also on 72 in sixth. I know that I trust Northampton more than I trust Bradford. Northampton, as you remember, last season under the same manager, largely with the same players, with the newly crowned League 2 Player of the Year, Sam Hoskins, they inexplicably lost out on automatic promotion and then got absolutely papped in the playoffs. Remember the Bristol Rovers when they needed to win, what was it, 7-1 or something like that? Or 7-0 or whatever, and they got it done. Northampton are not going to let that happen again. You, I can almost guarantee it. And Bradford, no wins in the last two. A draw against Gillingham and a defeat away at Swindon. Uh, just to kind of paint a picture for everybody. Swindon with absolutely nothing to play for. Uh, I am huge on uh, Northampton this weekend. I think they finally lay the 2022 goes to rest and uh, seal promotion to League One. 
Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, 2.4. <laughs> 2.4. And just one more from me. Um, it's just the price really that I've been well and truly sucked into. And we're talking about narrative and who needs something from the remaining games. And this kind of goes against the narrative for this game, but I think it's a price that's too big to ignore for me personally. So it's Leighton Orient against Stockport. Um, Stockport obviously can still get uh, into the automatic promotion places. They are four points behind with two games to go. So it's a big ask, but um, they can certainly cement themselves in the playoffs with a victory here. But um, Leighton Orient, the champions, the best home side in the division, priced at 4.1. Over 3-1 to one for them to get a win. I'm being well and truly sucked into this one. <laughs> I think what we can also look at is the fact that even since they became champions and, and got promotion, they've carried on playing well and winning. So since the promotion was guaranteed, that was in a defeat to Gillingham. The two games after that, they've won them both. They beat Crew, and then they went away to Mansfield um, last weekend or midweek and got a win there. You know, that's not a, not an easy thing to do. If you're on the beach and celebrating your promotion, you wouldn't go away to, to Field Mill or whatever it's called nowadays and, and get a win there. Mm. So for me, I think they're really going to try and go out and win this for the fans. Last home game in front of the fans, is there going to be a trophy celebration at the end in front of the home fans? I don't know, maybe. But I think uh, 4.1 for Leighton Orient is a big price. Yeah, yeah, totally fair. Uh, that wraps up League Two for me. Uh, we are one step closer to saying goodbye to this set of teams in this league. I'm sure it'll be great next year with Wrexham and hopefully Notts County. But uh, yeah, one more week to go after this, Tom. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's take a quick look then at fantasy football, shall we? And then we'll go through our treble for this week. Yes. Uh, fantasy football, the average for this midweek was 39 and I got 60 and went down. Oh, well to, done, I got... 271st I am, which is a disgrace, to be honest. I got 41 and went down to 221st, so... Yeah, yeah. terrible Rubbish. week. I hate the game, it's crap. Can't wait for it to be over. Yeah. Uh, top 10, Bill, uh, reverse order. Bill Bowles, Simon Tither, Neil McCloy, Phil Basley, Kieran Gentry, Tim Warner, Toller AW, Jason Courtney... And then the top two still battling it out. It is close with 23 points separating the two. Johan Ekstrom and Pat Ravenhall. So 20 quid is on the line for whoever wins. Really excited to see who that is going to be. And we will find out in a couple of weeks. Mm, Pat Ravenhall getting the jitters at the top of the league. It was about 100 mm. points there at one point. He was getting the jitters a little bit. Yeah, a bit of an arsenal. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I've just realised that we never do fantasy football before the, the treble. I don't no, know why we don't. I it like that. But Sorry, you know I, probably threw you, I probably threw you off and you're thinking, <laughs> what's he doing? He's veering off script here. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know what? We adapt and pivot. That's what we do. <laughs> Not an issue. Keeping everyone on the toes. Um, right. Anyway, let's let's look at the treble, shall we? Yes, please deliver, Tom. I'm I'm feeling good about this one. Dripping 
with narrative, which I think is important. Yeah, the, the narrative treble, this one's got to be called, hasn't it? <laughs> um, so we're going to go for two teams in the championship that are chasing the playoffs. So Sunderland at home to Watford, Coventry at home to Birmingham. And then in League One, Plymouth at home to Burton. Obviously, like we said, Plymouth can seal promotion with a victory this weekend. So the three teams to win pays 4.08. So a £10 example stake would return you £40.80. Exciting times. We obviously have no treble to recap from last week because we didn't do a show. But Mm -hmm. some strong... Uh, Twitter tips, particularly the Forest tip in midweek. Uh, five to one, it was mentioned on our, our Twitter page. So if you enjoyed that, like me and Tom did, in both a betting and kind of supporting way, and you want to be part of the conversation, follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Yep. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, please do leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your pods. Uh, and aside from that, check out matchbook.com and um, we'll see you again next week for the final day, I believe it is, of, of the EFL. Bye, guys.